Hello and welcome back to Enter the Asylum, a podcast where two brothers and sometimes their dad try and watch as much asylum films as they physically can, and maybe like once per month, frankly. It's once but per we're, month. We're getting yes. through it slowly. I'm John. Uh, I'm your I'm your host Benjamin. I'm your the... salty dog captain. Oh, I'm uh, I'm your uh, <laughs> shit. I didn't come up with a good pun. Deranged I'm... host. I guess I'm John. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I'm uh, I'm first mate Starbuck. Hey, I I, I survived. Uh, yeah. Uh, today we watched thirty thousand leagues under the sea. Thirty thousand. Thirty thousand. Thirty. Ten thousand more. I'm not sure this film does anything to clarify the increase in depth. I actually, I actually bigger and deeper. Well, obviously they 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 went with thirty thousand because just to show that pussy Jules Verne that they could do better. <laughs> but 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 I actually I actually noted something while watching this is I don't think they know what the word league means because <laughs> no because at one point because early on in the movie they're like 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 I won't go too much into it but basically they're trying to rescue this uh, submarine and the crew inside and. They 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 asking like does does your tech work at thirty thousand feet? And they and they, and they're like well it's tested <laughs> it's tested for fifteen like like fifteen thousand it's like well it'll it'll have to do, but a league is a, a foot. It's, that's, it's that's, like six feet, right? Uh, a league. So I looked it up. A league is three nautical miles. A nautical mile is just a little bit more than a regular mile. And the original title, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea," is the the distance they travel under the ocean around the Earth. And so, so twenty thousand oh. leagues is an insanely long yeah. distance. Like there, you can't, you can't like twenty thousand wow, leagues. Know that. Would, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I well, know I, what it is. Fathoms are six feet, right? I have no idea. I just oh, looked, okay. I just looked up what a league was. All right, all um, right. But but so twenty thousand leagues refers to like yeah the cir- like they circumvent the globe like they go sure. all the way around so they spend twenty thousand leagues under the sea. So it's like in a, this around film, the world so, in, in twenty thousand leagues. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, in this film, exactly. they stay in the same location seemingly for the entire film. Yeah. Yes. So, so it's, it's really not it's 30, 30, it's thirty. Thirty leagues under the sea. It's basically yeah. It's basically thirty and thirty, 30 th- minutes. Under thirty the sea, minutes under the much. sea. And thirty thousand. Thirty feet, feet under the sea. Thirty thousand feet. That that figure is like realistic because the Mariana yeah. Trench is deeper than thirty thousand feet. And I think that's yeah. where this movie is set. So yeah. that's reasonable. Which doesn't make any sense. But that's, but we'll not that's not a league. That's not a league. This movie should be left in the Mariana Trench. Yeah. 30, 30, Although it started off pretty good, you know. That's right. Yeah, that's well, okay. Yeah. I mean, well, for the, five okay, minutes. First of all, for, though, for, the for an asylum film, this had one of the <laughs> it, more it promising. It had a competent now, beginning. Now, to be yeah, fair, yeah. the first like couple minutes is not promising because the credits is terrible. It's shots of the ocean and then really intense music playing. Actually, where they just look at a piece of coral and it's like done, done, done. A little coral actually, just sort of floating I, in the air. Actually, I, I find I find stock footage to be a more promising opening than what we usually get out of an <laughs> asylum movie. You don't like Terminator Man? I don't like Terminator Man. No. <laughs> the T10 billion. The T10 billion exactly is a work of art, John. It was thrown Best together. Asylum opening. It was ever. clearly stolen from a foreshadowing. This film doesn't really do foreshadowing at all, but um, oh, well, that's not true. It does a little bit, but yeah. I mean, uh, the asylum is. There's not, one um, line that's foreshadowing, no, which I'm getting for to. foreshadowing. 
Uh, after the very intense credits, we cut to the very a intense sub. stock footage credits. Yes, <laughs> called the U.S. Scotia. Oh yeah, this is the nuclear submarine. Yeah, they're just sort of chilling for some reason in the Marianas Trench. For some reason, they're there. I'm not sure why they would be there. They sort of imply I... that there's like some secret mission going on, but they don't say. They're not gonna follow that up or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Does this film take place in sort of a Cold War still exists kind of? Oh future? well, you know, I mean, the military is always gonna do military stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I wonder. That well, budget, you know? well, I wonder if they like have already have an inkling that Captain Nemo is down there. Hmm, it's possible. And they're trying to track him down. Like, well, that that would actually kind of make sense in terms of the actual story because because the actual story is there's this mysterious like narwhal thing that, that's like, terrorizing the ships. Be, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's weird. Because when we cut to, like the the crew inside the sub. They state like now entering the Mariana Abyssal Plain. Oh, like my one of the favorite! Points oh, my favorite go. thing about this is when they cut to the crew inside the sub. You get a static shot of the captain staring blankly, just blinking every few seconds, while people off-screen like say military shit. And then he finally responds, but he's the, he's not staring into the camera, just slightly off-center, but just emotionless just staring blankly to the to the left of yeah they have this very sort of generic military talk where it's like engaging the thrusters engaging the thrusters everyone repeats the exact same like demand oh, I it's, it's the, the space ball it's a space ball slide up do something do something <laughs> do something while they're in the ship they they come across like a mysterious ship on their radar that's sort of bleeping they don't know what it is they the think it's some big animal. The CGI shot of that, of the radar, is so confusing because they're like, Captain, you better come, you take a look at this. And then you have sort of like the the um, the radar layout where it has the little dots like moving across the screen and there's like the little scanner. But it's just over an image of nothing. Like it's like a rock face or something. And it's, and it's like zooming in on a specific point, but there's nothing to look at. Well, it's because it's a very large ship. It's weird, because that ship is massive they're on. You seem the radar would have a bigger, like, bloop than it does. They're, they think yeah. it's just sort of a big sea creature, but it's like... It, yeah. It's, the, it's size, like the size of a small town. It's yeah. literally a city-sized ship. Yeah. It's dumb. Uh, suddenly, something hits them, and the sub-engines break, and the lights go off. They lose power because something bumped into them, I guess. Which seems problematic for a submarine to just have sort of this, like, function. It's going, <laughs> it completely shuts down if something hits it. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Bad. They then catch what they think is a sunken ship on the radar. But then it turns out it's a thing. And it starts to attack them. Mm-hmm. And they're... Their sort of like plan to escape the thing attacking them is just sort of scream. Oh, so you see the CGI? Sh- no, no, you see the CGI shot of what looks like a squid pulling them a giant down. robo squid. Yeah, it's it, and it's pulling them down, and I guess they're screaming because of the pressure or something. But so this consists of them just like kind of clutching the side of their head and going, ah. <laughs> What feels like five minutes? It, it, it felt like a, it felt like a, like a, like a, like a nineties, like, like 
like goofy comedy or something. It was just a bunch of people going, ah! <laughs> yeah, while they're screaming, the robot squid pulls them into the abyss. Yeah. And then we cut to a man with his hands behind his back. Laying in a giant bubble under the ocean. And this is uh, Michael Aranax, who's played by Lorenzo Lamas. Did they pronounce that Aranax? Yeah, I think wow. so. Okay. Uh, and this guy, you know, right? This actor, he's like a somewhat yeah, well-known yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, Lorenzo Lamas is is the most famous person I've seen in, a, in an asylum film. But I, honestly, like... Uh, I mean, I can't even remember why he's well known. He was on some TV show or something. He's like a right? soap opera guy, isn't he? Yeah, or like a, or like you know, a Fox show or he something. He was on Grease, so, apparently. Uh, Grease? Yeah. Wait, what? You mean like the Broadway Grease? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Oh, okay, know. okay, yeah. That definitely. Not I mean, the that movie. would be anything. But he, I, I, he, could, you know, he very well could have been in Grease as a really young guy mm. or something. He was pretty young anyway then, and now he. I didn't think about that fact again for the rest of the movie. But yes, he, he actually had a name at one time. I don't know if he's the son of Fernando Lamas or not, but I'm going to just stick with that story. Why not? Uh, yeah, he's taking some sort of test involving this sort of magical uh, I'm, bubble I'm, I'm looking thing. up at, I'm now, and yes, he is the son of Fernando Lamas. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, he's taking this sort of <laughs> test involving his magical bubble that he created. I have a magic bubble. Big magic bubble. That seems I to have, have a that, magic that, bubble. It truly has magic I have capabilities. A magic bubble. Nonsensical science, pseudo scientific. Yeah, yeah. How is he? Abilities. How is he? Also, how is he floating in the bubble? That I, I like. I don't understand. I don't know. Like he's, just, he's but he's just, very. He, it's be, so he can be very smug. Yes. Well, yes, you're right. That's right. Uh, so they didn't stop because they get a call from the U.S. Abraham Lincoln, which is a, from the book. Yeah. Yes. I, kn- I, know, book. I noticed yeah. that. I wonder if it's a real the U.S. Abraham Lincoln. I'm glad that we all read the Wikipedia article for 20,000 Leagues in the Sea, the <laughs> we, original novel. I even did. read a little bit of the book today. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. You, you so we're all sort of, we all well, sort of know what happens book. in the novel. I read the Wikipedia article so I could figure out what the fuck a leak was, basically. <laughs> yeah, you did better than me. You know, I, I was just kind of looking for Captain Nemo dialogue to see kind of like what he talked like and oh. stuff, you know. The uh, U.S. Abraham Lincoln wants the bubble to help them find the U.S. Scotia, which they discover has sunken in the abyss, little trench. Sir, sir, <laughs> we have a problem. It's it's a little weird that they managed to find out that the, the sub crashed so quickly. Actually, I guess we don't know the timeline of events, but it's like an hour later, I guess. Oh, everyone, that, I everyone... mean, that, that isn't crazy. I mean, they, they send signals, presumably. I found, I, I, this this is a little getting ahead of ourselves, but I found the number count of people on the submarine to be extremely inconsistent. It's 100, That's 150. It's also really <laughs> fucking high. Like, it's I way too high. I don't I mean, think submarines can carry that many I don't think people. so. Yeah, yeah. What are these people? They're all stacked like sardines in there or something. It doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, but I, I mean, yeah, I don't yeah think they got to some really wild numbers as the movie goes on. Uh, but the part about the, the thing about this sequence that 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 irked me was that like they're on the they're on the Abraham Lincoln and they're talking about like we got a distress call Maris Trench blah 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 all this stuff and they are going so goddamn slow and so goddamn casually <laughs> with the exposition when I'm thinking like and people are dying I'm thinking people are di- <laughs> right 150 now? people are dying right now and you are really fucking taking your time my buddy <laughs> joining him is a woman named Lucille. Uh, who... I wonder if they've had a past relationship. Oh, I wonder. Yeah, who wonders? 
very weird how they mention this woman. He's his mean reaction is, "Oh, her." Like, oh no. <laughs> and it's yeah, and, and like she she like meet. Oh god. Well, anyway. Yeah. This is Michael's ex-wife, hmm. who they just happen to end up being together. Like, I'm not sure why the military throws them together on this mission. The only available person at this one moment, I suppose. Yeah, they they don't really explain why she has to be there. They kind of, they they try to justify it by saying like, like when he asks, like the navy guy is like she she knows the aquanaut. That's the little their special uh, submersible that can go super deep. Um, that uh, she knows it inside and out. It's like well, he does too. So. Then they set up immediately this whole dichotomy between I just want to save the equipment or I want to save the people. Yeah, she has this really weird thing where, yeah, she's like, he's going to jeopardize the mission by some sort of no man left behind stance. Which is like, isn't that the point of the mission? Yes, it's literally a, a search and rescue operation. Yeah. I mean, if it was just to get equipment, it wouldn't be a hurry, would it? Right. You, know, you could do it competently. Not let everybody die. Yeah, that's yeah. the mission. I mean, if 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 the point is we don't care whether they live or die, then you know we're just getting equipment. Just you take a big probably, crane, then I guess. You, <laughs> really big crane, yeah, 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 definitely. Well, you know, this is the kind of plot structure Jules Verne was too dumb to think of. I'm surprised <laughs> they didn't get the CIA on this one. I'm surprised too, but yeah, there's nothing like having battling ex-lovers. You know, in an action film, I mean, that's just the mark of a high quality action it's film, right really, there. It's really Jules Verne didn't have the freaking clue of how great it would have been if he had had a, you know, like some kind of ex lover added to like oh, the sure. story. You know, it doesn't really give it, actually. It, it doesn't give me the greatest confidence in the Navy that they're like, do you think that'd be a problem with putting like you know two ex lovers together on this super important <laughs> top secret mission? Nah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, joining them is also Kim Little, by the way, who joins oh, yes. jo- joins this episode. Kim Little is the sort of perky, the perky pilot, the perky pilot, the perky pilot is she, character is she, who is she, is she the maybe pilot? has like ten lines total. What wait, what is her role? <laughs> to be perky. I mean, her description in the film's title is specialist Donna Sustin. Is her name? She's a specialist, specialist. at what? specialist in what? <laughs> I guess like, submarines. I guess she's. Sunken. I guess she's the pilot, but that she's the specialist in sunken submarines. She's been. She got her uh, major in finding sunken submarines. Uh, she got her major in perkiness. No, she's. I'm sorry. She, <laughs> she minored. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not fair. She majored engineering. She minored in perkiness. Um, and then there's that engineer guy who gets thrown in the mix. Yeah, there's an engineer dude who's like, and he's and he's never dived before, and and then again, he's a very, oh him, and again he's thrown in again, very questionable logic throwing him in there because they're like he's an engineer. Like, I I call I called him as the potential traitor. Damn. I thought yeah, I thought he was he was too nothing of a character at first for me to even like like note anything about well, I, I i might not have done it until he started panicking oh okay yeah that's fair which is now basically <laughs> yeah then there's the other dude right then there's the other we need to go back then there's the what was that we need to go back that was the funniest thing in the world. not yet not yet wait there's one more guy too though oh there's another guy yeah yeah oh uh, hernandez panicky dude and he has Fernandez. 
which also, is, I noticed is that the, sec- the panicky sec- guy's last name is Blackwell, which is like suspiciously similar to another oh, very important to, to, word. To, to Mr. Uh, yes, indeed. Um, <laughs> is that Lake Scott calling to us from beyond the grave? Suspicious. Or maybe they're just making fun of Lake Scott at this point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Hernandez was the other guy who, again, I don't really understand what his role is. He's just He's just second dude um second to, dude that's to... his title his military he's title second, second dude <laughs> he's he's second dude captain can i request the second dude on board second second, second dude, dude second dude is come present. to the front star bound Lute- lieutenant second dude is present um he's the second dude to kim little's uh uh perkiness um and and this is the second movie in a row where we've had a character named hernandez and it's like the Same literally, guy. it's literally like the only character whose name I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they have, they have this. They cut to them discussing their plan of how to get the sub, but it comes across their own like different locations while filming each of their shots. Each camera's a zoom up on their face, and they're just sort of talking directly to the camera, pretty much. Yeah, I I was at that point. After a bit of that, it's like, are they in the same room together? And then they did establish that they really are in the same room together. But it was very weird. This whole scene. It's like a bunch of people doing monologues at one I'll, another. I'll be honest. I very nearly fell asleep during this part of the movie. Oh, uh, well, you know. <laughs> How could you, though? It was riveting. <laughs> it was so suspenseful. Well, I, I loved it when they said that army talk. This... When they said, like, the army word. This is very they, exciting. They this, really know what they're talking about because they said the army word. They said the army words. They said tactical a lot. They're very smart writers. Um, this and then the part where they actually get into the sub and start diving again, like this whole part of the movie, I was not following it very closely because holy fuck, um, I I very nearly fell asleep. Mm. Which isn't the first time, because I remember you falling asleep in the last I did fall asleep watching the last one as well. And it was also very early into the movie. This time I didn't, but I I managed to hold on. But, um, man alive. Anyway, they start diving, right? Who needs sleeping pills when you just watch Asylum films? For real, though. (laughs) So, yeah, they started to send the sub, and then Renowned Dad makes this really weird comment, which is... um, you know, there used to be land here with trees and animals. <laughs> that nope. was really what? weird. Okay, I completely no, missed wasn't. that. Okay, I completely yeah, that missed was, that. That was really perked up our interest because it was like, wait, this is the backwards history of the Earth. This where, like, it used trend. to be all What are you land. talking about? It used to be all land and then some of it became sea. The, Mar- know, the Marianas Trench. At all. The, Mariana- the Marianas Trench, yeah. I was think like- that was always underwater. <laughs> I, I think just, all you know, other than when the, you know, like the earth was like frying you know yeah. originally you know i okay. think after that it's it's underwater okay know? i miss okay i missed that and i wish i caught it and this is this is the foreshadowing i was talking about by the way ah. well they're scientists and they're talking science uh, mm-hmm. engineering navy uh submarine talk so yeah while they're descending the sub um panicky man guy blackwell he like <laughs> freaks out he's like guy. i want to go back this is a mistake i want to go back up and it's like what he was he was my favorite nothing scary has even happened yet nothing, nothing scary is even happening yeah he's just freaking out well there's like lots of like fast cuts and like I, I, and, and i guess like leaks are, are breaking out and i i guess the oxygen's running out but like nothing's really happening yeah 
They saw. I think they saw that movie set in a submarine that Olivia Williams from Rushmore was in. And there's this awesome scene where like this guy's freaking out in the submarine, and she comes up and slaps him in the face to like make sure she's tough. And then they kiss. No, they don't. Because like, it's an asylum nope. film. No, it wasn't an asylum film. It was an actual movie. <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking they were going for like you know, I was thinking they were going for something like that, like you know. But they they should have had the airplane sequence of like calm down, slap, slap, slap. You know? <laughs> whole line of people coming up to slap him well the claustrophobic elements of submarine have always like like i mean you go back to like um was it it's not red dawn it's the um uh the hunt for red october um Mm. because that takes place in the submarine too and like definitely a submarine is like great for like um cluster like the claustrophobic psychology basically like watching a group of men who are spending way too much time in close quarters, uh, basically lose their minds together. Mm. Yeah. That's like, and I mean, that's actually where like, it, that's exa- that's actually the perfect kind of of uh, setting when you um, want to do a character drama, but have a very low budget. The Asylum has a very low budget. They could have, you know, maybe <laughs> worked a little bit more on the characters, worked a little bit more on an element, <laughs> but nah. Now they can't they can't pull it off. No. So they find the sub, and this is in the reveal what the whole point of the bubble is. The bubble allows them to turn water into oxygen, I guess. Somehow. Yep. 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 Um yeah, once they find the sub, they immediately start to lose pressure too. And so, you know, the submarine starts to shake dramatically. They try to grab the ship with their sort of weird claw thingy. But suddenly the oxygen tank breaks somehow. And they immediately start like suffocating. That yeah. was really funny how they started suffocating. Yeah, it's it like suddenly it's, it's like they just all started. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it was really stupid. They all start passing out. Yeah, the, the sub only has maybe like five minutes. That's, oxygen all, at all that's time. also not how how it happens when you pass out from lack of oxygen. You just you don't you don't start. Yeah, you you just you just pass out. It was super dumb. Yeah, yeah. It like, was it was super super dumb. Also, I would have hoped that the oxygen would have lasted. A little bit longer than that. <laughs> Roughly I think yeah, actually, two minutes. My favorite thing about that actually was um, what what's his name, Lieutenant uh, Aranox, um, Lorenzo Lamas. Let's just call him Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas, um, it, like at one point says when when the officer's running out, Lorenzo Lamas goes, "Just breathe." No, don't. Which is the exactly <laughs> stop. Exactly, that's that the was last. Very funny. That like, we, we, I noticed that too. I forgot about it. Obviously, like, but I, I'm it, glad like, you remembered like, it. That was the like, funniest possible thing you could say in that moment. Because you know? it's like it's like like I remember uh, in Gravity when George Clooney is telling like Sandra Bullock, it's like you're breathing too fast. You need to like steady your heart rate, or you're gonna run out of oxygen. Like he like he's like trying yeah. to get her to be like no. Like not not stop breathing, but like stop breathing so much, you know. And, right. and yeah. here, no, Lawrence is like just breathe. A lot of great advice, <laughs> like when you're on fire, just stand still. Yes. <laughs> stop, stand, and stand. Just chill. <laughs> stop, stand, chill. Stop, stand, and chill. Uh, so suddenly, after they all faint, Lorenzo wakes up in what looks like a hospital room sort yeah, of thing. Kinda, yeah, kind of, I guess. Except, except all the it, it, the room's way too big. Yeah, yeah way too yeah. bland. 
the the claustrophobia i uh, angle would be more effective if most asylum films didn't have the identical interior yes you know? they obviously use like giant warehouses for these sets like yeah. you know the rooms are it's way like, too big even like yeah. they're, they're they're little submersible the aquanaut like you see it from the outside it's like not that big but mm-hmm. the interior shots like there's like apparently two floors to that thing like yeah, the yeah. It, it's it's looks giant on the inside there there are submarines where you could go film you know i mean they yes. have one sitting in the pittsburgh river that we used to walk through occasionally well okay that, yeah. you, you want you want the submarine you want to know something infuriating they literally used a ship a, an old world war ii ship in the la harbor for filming for for like the the the, the top side ship scenes like the boring uh-huh. exposition like scenes at the start of the movie they used a, a real ship that's open for tours like in the la harbor but they couldn't be bothered to do that with a submarine. Yeah, that's so sad. It's stupid. Uh, he looks out the window and sees that he's in a giant mega super submarine. Hey. Uh, it's like a big he, box He reacts submarine. pretty calmly to this realization. Sort of like a, uh. Oh, well. Oh, wow, we. Oh, my ooh, God, wow-wee. the reactions are so muted. Yeah. Uh, some men in black uniforms then enter the room, and he's <laughs> like, T- come with us. And he does willingly. They're just—they're all just dressed like Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of like, yeah, That's underwater really Steve is, Jobs. It's a bunch of—it's just a bunch he of black turtlenecks. Come on. Yeah, no, he, he's living in the bottom of the ocean. Let's be real. <laughs> totally. Captain Nemo is a bit of a Steve Jobs-like character. Isn't Absolutely. He? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, in this movie, anyway. I mean, he's more interesting than Steve Jobs sure. in the original. But no, know. but I, but I would like that if they if they kind of explored that angle more of like just insane so billionaire. Uh, Captain Nemo then arrives, um, invites all the crew to dinner. Uh, everyone's <laughs> served naturally, serve, which we never see. We never got. We never see the goddamn dinner. No, he never does take. Well, them. that would cost money. He doesn't take them ever at all. There's no time. They all There's have no to do time. is like go to a fancy hotel, rent a ballroom, and just be like, "Yeah, we'll film it in here." Yeah, that was the most fucking that. depressing thing. Is because in Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, like the the living quarters of Captain Nemo are described are as like awesome, awesome. Yeah. They're like lavish. They're like beautiful decor, and they got windows of like all like the like the sea life and the outside and like at the. Uh, at the Seattle World's Fair in 1962, Disney actually did a huge um, presentation of a walkthrough of the Captain Nemo quarters, oh, yeah. and my mom went to that when she was, uh, I guess she she would be 40 years old at that point, and she said it was awesome. You know, yeah, it was yeah. just, she didn't use that word, but I mean, it was just like it was really ornate and everything. But like, obviously, Captain Nemo is supposed to be like a man of taste he's a man yes of class big of time high big standing. time and so big like time. and so basically like you would think like his interiors would be like they'd be like polished wood floors and like beautiful decor and like these like fantastic yeah. windows maybe, that would like, cost a, maybe money. A, a grand piano it doesn't have to cost money all you have to do is like rent a, a hotel ball okay yes i guess renting a hotel again you're right costs you're money. right but i mean jesus christ like it's it's pretty minimal <laughs> effort like yeah there's a shit much, ton yeah. of fancy hotels in la that you could use to film like you know, a, yeah, a you could, you could you could come up with a nice, elegant. You could interior. rent it for a day yeah. and yeah, film and everything shoot you some need. Stuff, you yeah, know, and, and then, then, it, you could... then it looks like you know good and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Put it like one green screen to be like, so this is the window where like they'll they'll look out and see the oh, fish. You know, that's pretty good. So 
immediately instead of agreeing to dinner, they all sort of demand answers instead. We they demand ask, answers. We, they all instead. say we want to talk to the U.S. Abraham Lincoln. Nemo says, "Oh, I already did. Uh, he knows your guys are here, and we're gonna take you up. And you're all gonna be very safe because I just rescued you all. Actually, yeah, you're welcome. By the way." <laughs> And his um, motivation in doing that makes no sense to me, but we, no. we can we can touch on that at, like later on. But like, really, like there's there's no motivations in asylum film. John, are you crazy? There's no reason for him to have rescued them, like at all. Well, I, honestly, in the original book, he actually also tells them, uh, like, well, there aren't there aren't as many people for one thing, but but he says like the. He says, basically, I'm never returning you to the surface, but you're free to do whatever you want here. But no, I'm not giving you back because I don't want people to find out about me and stuff. Well, and yeah. So it's interesting. It's like he, he said, but I weird... did you a huge favor, you know, yeah. by... No, here, here he pretends that like they're they're he'll they'll be they'll be free to go go back. But to yeah, the also, more importantly, he does. This weird I just thing realized like... something. All of the interiors of the Nautilus in this movie look like uh, that um, movie Mystery Science Theater did, uh, Space Mutiny, which was oh, also because really? also... I actually thought it looked like the cramped tunnels in Universal Soldiers, the film we just watched. But I mean, but pe- but I, I thought I, it was, I'm pretty sure it's the exact same set. But most of our viewers haven't seen that. I'm guessing they were more likely to have seen Space Mutiny or at least the Mystery Science Theater episode, <laughs> which was also filmed in a warehouse. Just saying. <laughs> um, it's kind of weird because Nemo then immediately sort of lies to them right after saying. So they all pretty much say, "Oh, can we also talk?" To the Abraham Lincoln too, and he's like, "Uh, no, we're uh, actually on top of a volcano, yeah, no, no and radio the radar, reception. you know, the radio reception does not work at all." Yeah, despite that, he apparently just talked to the okay, Abraham wait, Lincoln. Who, who, who's the guy playing Captain Nemo? Because they introduce him like you're supposed to know who this guy is. Yeah, I looked at his IMDb. He's not really in anything important. Okay, he was, had an uncredited role in Titanic, though. <laughs> who, who was he? Was he just an extra? uncredited role? Okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, he's introduced, he's presented as if, like, like, oh, shit, it's that guy. Like, like as if you're supposed to know who this who this actor is. And to I'm be fair, they like, also show Kim Little, like, as well. We're no, they really don't. know Kim Little. Is. No, they don't. In the don't. opening credits, they show Kim Little. No, I mean, I, no, I'm, uh, oh, no, I mean, like. I, I mean, like, like the, like, like cinematically, oh, as the, Captain Nemo, the way they introduce Captain Nemo, like the way he, like, he, like, the camera focuses on him as he walks into the room when he's presented for the first time. It really is does give you the sense like you're supposed to know who this guy is. Yeah, he's in nothing really particularly exciting. Okay, on his IMDb. Okay, he is in. A very exciting. He's in Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, which is a very exciting film to be in. I'm sure. Oh my gosh. That's two years later. So That's... I understand. Maybe the Asylum knew he was going to be a big star <laughs> in the future for this later film. So they're very. They're announcing his name now. Yes. So then he can eventually be Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Look out, Hollywood. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. So Nemo then kicks everyone out except our couple, uh, which is Lorenzo. And uh, ex wife lady Lucille, thank you. And he immediately goes, mm, "You were so. How long have you been married?" He has like a like a weird like fake British accent that uh, comes in that comes uh, and goes. 
so bad. <laughs> he's really uh, in, it's, he's just awful. There, he's not even like entertainingly chewing up the scenery or he's anything not, like that. He's not. Well, I mean, it's like for this story to work too, he needs to be somewhat enticing and interesting. He's know? obviously trying to be, but yeah. failing. He's kind of a mess. He's constantly contradicting himself for this whole film in really obvious ways, and no one seems to pick up at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's just really tiresome, and 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 you know, the he, actor feels tired playing him. Too. Oh, really tired? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like. Like, oh, 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 you know, it's bad. It's it's very bad. He sort of questions them a little bit, and they question him back. And he's like, so uh, what's this, a cruise ship? And he's like, no, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> lifestyle. We it's a so lifestyle. It's lifestyle. I made a magazine for it and everything. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. It's a diet. <laughs> Lifestyle is about the closest to philosophy that, like, an asylum film can consider. You know, you know he's like, you know what he's he's trying to do. He's trying and failing miserably to do a Sean Connery. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. There you go. I was thinking he was doing kind of like Malcolm McDowell. Ah, uh, that's another good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and like he, he's trying to do that, but I mean, uh, he's just he's not so interesting sub. enough. He's, he's just so yeah. sub that. He's so know? sub he that. He has no actual personality. <laughs> guys, guys, sub, 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 sub. He's literally sub that. He's literally sub. He's literally sub that. And he has this really, he makes this really weird claim, which is like, except squids. I hate squids. And it's like, <laughs> why are you why are you even talking about that right now? Well, a squid that's, bit that's my suspicious. leg off, and I've been chasing it ever since. Uh, um, and but he says like he's like an eccentric billionaire or something, and uh, like and made his own vessel or something. Uh, which yeah, is, he shows them. He shows they didn't them around. Give the a ship. lot of backstory. They and give the him. First th- they give him almost a very little backstory and absolutely no motivation whatsoever, yeah. so except just Nemo, kind of a, a general misanthropy towards all of mankind. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is again a shame because like the in, in most. Most versions of this. Um, I looked up how many adaptations of this. Oh there God, have been. Too, like... it's in in so many different countries as oh, well. Fuck, it's just yeah. amazing. Well, because it was and, actually a French novel, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a French novel. And then there's Jules been Verne. there were there were there were adaptations in the Soviet Union. Of there course. were um, and then like in many people have interpreted him as being from India. And they even included that character in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, like oh. in 2003, where yeah, they yeah. actually had an Indian actor play him. And, you know, there's like a lot you can do with Captain Nemo, in other words. You know, people have found him interesting. And you know what they in Asylum does with Captain Nemo? Well, okay, so the first thing he shows the crew is his bar slash strip club, which gives a really <laughs> oh, alpha Christ. power that maybe that Nemo, Captain Nemo is it's a big fuck boy. Captain Nemo is open, a fuck and boy. Then there's, and there's <laughs> the stupid Star Trek doors open, and then there's like pink <laughs> violet, like, you know, strobe lights and a bunch of people. A bunch of girls in skimpy outfits. Very high class. I, it, yes, it, it's I. And it looks like a. It looks like a warehouse. It just looks like the rest of the ship. Like all the whole ship has just looks like oh the inside of a warehouse. 
It's like, I'm sorry, I thought this was supposed to be like the super hyper advanced, like, like <laughs> Nautilus. He talks about like all the amazing technological innovations they do, and it like it all looks like shit. Before I entered my plan, I ran the best strip club in San Bernardino. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's I, Captain Nemo, the fuck boy. I made this giant ship so I can party all night long, and no I one go, can stop me, not I, even the police. I, I Nemo, the Playboy billionaire. Centuries. I, Nemo, the Playboy billionaire, have created the ultimate <laughs> pleasure craft. We live longer under sea. You understand? Well. To be fair, he 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 uses the word pleasure another later time, which we'll get to. <laughs> okay. Hey, you guys, if you um if you um separate N M from Captain Nemo, Nemo, you get Captain EO. EO, oh, which is a really fantastic reference to the the classic Disney Michael film. Jackson. That's what I'm saying. And am so I like, just wondering was Jules Verne's hinting to that? When he released the book Ringley, and NM is short for New Mexico, and yes. you know how many things relate to you know New Mexico. Mm. Captain EO, NM, oh. NMEO. <laughs> so it also relates to Finding Nemo, which is what the yes, cast Finding of Captain this, Nemo, which is what the Nemo, fa- that's right. the cast of this movie is doing. They're finding Nemo. They're finding. Find- <laughs> they're finding <laughs> Captain right. Nemo. That's right. <laughs> So he also states that the sub has three restaurants and numerous labs, which is like. But first, I'm just you, gonna show you, you the strip you club see, only, though. I'm say none of those labs. <laughs> no, just the strip club. <laughs> just the strip club. You For see, I'm a fuckboy at heart. You see, you see like a docking bay. You see the strip club. You see a bunch of hallways, and and they're all like in complete shadow. And, and you you see like one basement, and that's it. I think. That's, That's it. it. You don't see any dining halls. You don't see the like Captain Nemo's lavish living quarters. No. Nope. You don't see any labs. So after that, they they uh, after that he then takes um, the crew to like their old sub, which is like perfectly fine and chill. It's just sort of chilling. Oh, that's right. He's sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess they're. Oh, and they're looking upon it with such reverence. Yeah. Like, they they open it. It's the big, like, loading, like, bay thing. It's like, it's just a warehouse, basically. But, like, it's sitting there in the middle, and they're just, like, they're, they're looking at it, like, and the music swells and everything. (laughs) It's like, it's just their ship. (laughs) Well, they mainly leave also there uh i forgot to mention this but when lorenzo lamas wakes up and they take him to like the other like cast kim little is the only person who's like oh you're here and oh, yeah, everyone else is deeply depressed seeing they're him. deeply depressed and lorenzo lamas is just kind of like oh where are you guys at and it's just <laughs> sort of like you all almost died you should all be like oh thank god you're alive there should be some expression of relief or gratitude or something well it's because kim little in the storyline perhaps has a crush on lorenzo I, I maybe feel and it's like a love triangle thing happening that the writers didn't have time to get to no they they <laughs> never got around to it and, and then they ended it before I mean, it turns out that she has no particular interest whatsoever. Really. She also has no particular purpose in the movie, as we will f- no. find out. Um, yeah. So yeah, so they head off in their sub um, to go find the uh, Scotia. Minus engineer. This is very important. The yeah. engineer stays. 
Yeah, oh, Blackwell yeah. stays. I wonder what's going to happen with him. Blackwell's like, I, this place is dank. He just stays. He says dank. He, he does not. He does oh, not. That's okay. Benji. That's Benji. Jeez, I was it. hoping that I missed. That. It's dank yeah. because it's the ocean submarine. Submarines are typically uh, see, dank. See, oh, see. Yeah, it's like a very yeah. funny, clever reference. Not many people understand because it's actually a nautical term from the 1870s. <laughs> I mean, also that that that, that, that set also does look dank because I think that warehouse probably has water damage. <laughs> probably, yeah. It oh, looks, they, it they looks probably very... sold it to them on that basis. You know, it's <laughs> it, like. It looks very oh not sold rent it let's be real that's what I'm that's what I meant sold in the sense of convinced um, I see uh, the but yeah like it's like the walls are very like they're gray but they're like a filthy gray yeah this is not exactly Tarkovsky or something here mm. so yeah when they start to leave like it's really funny because so they start to like leave his ship and they're like we can't we can't leave the ship and it's like. We of course can't you can't, idiot. On. You're you're inside. You're still inside. They're they're his sitting submarine. on the, yeah, the concrete platform. <laughs> you're just gonna blast through their concrete. What are you talking about? Yeah. But no, that's you not the problem. Just get out there in the water. So yeah, then Nemo is now in his captain's deck. I assume he just sort of ran all the way back up to his desk. He gets yeah. around ship get fast. On his, get on his radio and say, "This is Captain Nemo speaking." <laughs> Good day. It's like, yeah, and then he explains that he put a remote control machine on his sub so that they could quote unquote get out of his sub easier because it's waka very waka. difficult. That that uh, the the bay doors are very tight. <laughs> if you know what I mean. It's a it's a tight fit. Mm. Uh, so yeah, they sort of accept it, um, and they manage to leave, and immediately they rip well, off. The rental boss is immediately device. like. Well, Lorenzo Lamas is immediately like find the remote control device. Yeah, Which and is once fair. they get out, they like and once they get out, they like rip it off and then like. But take suddenly, once they do, Robo and then, oh, and come it's really funny too. Him. The remote control device is like a little like it looks like the um the little police sirens that like undercover cops will like take out and put on their dashboard, mm. like the little the little like lights. It's just that, and it's just like plastered to like the bottom of one of the desks inside and it, it's a little cable coming out you would expect you would have hit it better yeah <laughs> or like at all you you yeah exactly like at all <laughs> yeah after they rip it off suddenly a bunch of robot squids attack them or just one rather yeah love those robots. and captain nemo very sort of just randomly not randomly he has a plan obviously but it doesn't make any sense because it's kind of obvious says put the remote control device back on and the, i'll help you get the squids off you very interesting pictures <laughs> the squids <laughs> Why does the remote control device stop the squids, Captain Nemo? Compl- it doesn't make any sense. And they're completely oblivious. They're like, oh, okay, I guess we'll put it back on. It's not like, why? Why would that help? <laughs> so yeah, they put it back on. The robo squid leaves because, you know, it just does that. That's a normal thing squids do. That's just yeah, what they do, yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> they, arrive at the, they arrive at the Scotia, and they start to um, basically get inside but they take the bubble first and this is a big problem obviously because that means everyone's going to die inside the sub because again they don't explain what the bubble does like it transforms it just makes it just makes a bubble what's to explain it just makes a bubble but like it makes other things bubbles no it just makes the water a bubble (laughs) no no right but (laughs) how do how do do that the water is removing, it. and since they remove the bubble, would the sub stops having a bubble? 
You know, it's, it's interesting. Actually, I just remembered there's a um, um, is it Tom? Was it Tom Swift? Was there the what else? The sci the the sci-fi books by yeah, the Tom the person? Swift. Yeah, yeah, the yeah kids Tom. Books. So Tom Swift, there's a one of Tom Swift's is he comes up with a device that will create a bubble uh, of air underwater, and but part of the plot is that. Um, uh, like someone's like, because there's someone always trying to sabotage his invention, uh, like from one of the competing companies. Um, but basically, there's like a fear that like if he triggers this device, the bubble will run out of control and literally like push the ocean into the land, basically. <laughs> um, but I remember that like, and I think that's like the sort of the paranoid delusion of like a saboteur. I think in the book, I might be, I'm probably misremembering this, but I remember this idea, this concept of like oh it'll form a bubble underwater and then you can like safely breathe under it but you have to make sure the bubble's contained uh so and wow. yeah anyway that is really weird sorry yeah. so this is a weird nemo, digression nemo, but... nemo takes the digression. bubble yeah nemo takes the bubble and abandons the ship and everyone sort of like freaks out because yeah well yeah so they so he just he just takes like he just the aquanaut just comes back and it it, it doesn't accomplish anything while it's there None of the dialogue in the scene makes any sense to me because no. they're sort of like giving orders and they're sort of uh, trying to explain what they're going to do and then nothing ever actually happens. Well, it's you because just... they can't do anything because Nemo's already controlled the ship, so it's not like they have any choice. But they got all the way to the Scotia, docked with it, started pulling out the little arm with the little bubble maker attached to it, and then, nope, it's just, we're going back, we're going back to the Nautilus now, Nemo's taking control. He, yeah. Yeah, that was really stupid. Yeah, Lorenzo then yells at Nemo about banning the sub, and then Nemo's like, everyone was already dead, because I checked it earlier, actually. I didn't know why I didn't tell you this until right. now. Yeah. Wait, why did I waste your time? Yeah, so why, did, why didn't he just say from the beginning, like, oh, no. But Nemo, why didn't you take the bubble then, Nemo? But Nemo, what? why didn't you take the bubble then, This Nemo? is why his motivations don't make any sense. Why did he save Lorenzo Lamas and crew to begin with? He could have just taken the sub... Yeah. And the bubble maker, what do they call it? They call it the oxygenator, I think it is. Yeah, the um, oxygenator. Yeah, yeah they, he it, could take just taking the oxygenator. The, the the cat. I mean, the cat. One of the other, um, one of the motivations for the for the uh, Captain Nemo in the original is that the the Captain Arano, um, Lieutenant Arano, or whatever, uh, is um, um, he's an expert. And and like and Captain Nemo really wants to talk to him because he's like a fel he's a fellow scientist and right. person this sort of exists of in this interest, film too, but know? only in the vaguest sense. Well, but no, like, he only Nemo says isn't that. interesting in any interested in anything in this movie. I mean, he's not he he has no you know he has no dimension or something that he'd be interested in. So yeah, the whole question of why he does anything he does is just completely useless. You know. It's he's totally like, ignored. Yeah, he just he yeah. just he says these things which are borrowed from the book, but which don't aren't actually borne out by his actions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just I hate people. People suck, you know. It's like, yeah, yeah okay. he explains why you need the bubble is because then he opens the glass doors and reveals a giant underwater city, which is Atlantis, obviously. He's like, I need the bubble to explore Atlantis. Oh god, and okay. you can help me with this, random people. No, well, no, Atlantis is in the wrong place. So. Yeah, it, why it, is Atlantis it's in, it's the in the Marianas Trench? <laughs> no, no, you guys, the Marianas Trench was on the surface back in like classical times. Yeah, there you it's go. Fine. There you go. <laughs> It's been a it lot moved. of things have moved. 
and uh, somehow all the statues are still standing up. Yeah, everything's everything. pretty chilled despite yeah. the pressure. You can also yeah, yeah. deep. <laughs> you can also do an interesting analysis. This is our weird digression, but you can do an interesting analysis of how most depictions of Atlantis are of like clearly like classical Greek and Roman. Uh, yeah. Like it's a weird westernization of Atlantis when mm-hmm. like yeah. it's never like the Disney movie is actually interesting that it takes it a different angle where it's clearly based more on um, like um, like indigenous like colonized cultures where they have like the tattoos and like yeah. like like that's a very unique take on Atlantis whereas like most other things it's just like just antiquity basically but underwater. Um, the early the earliest literary representation of Atlantis is in one of the dialogues Plato wrote, indicating that like Atlantis was already an ancient myth by the time Plato was writing, mm-hmm. and so it's like we're talking like a really different culture, you know? Yes, not like a Greek or Roman ish culture or anything. So not like you could all. do pretty much whatever you want. And you could do some really interesting stuff, like say making it Minoa would be really fun, basically, because oh fuck because yeah. the Minoa one is real old and has some kind of cool aqua-looking stuff, you know. It's, um, it, you know, yeah, there's a lot you could do with the whole Atlantis thing. But um, anyway, um, Benjamin mentioned that. Uh, so, so what Nemo actually says to here is that he's going to create a new, like an, uh, an underwater utopia out yeah. of Atlantis, and he needs the I oxygenator. Love Bioshock. And he needs exactly, and he needs the oxygenator to do it, which I need that oxygenator. But can so I he is interested in a scientific thing from the guy. That's true. What's your question, John? Why Atlantis? Why hmm. Atlantis? Because why, does, uh, why? Why if if he, if you have uh, the oxygenator that can make an air air out underwater anywhere, why do you need to do this in Atlantis? Yeah, why not do Nemopolis? Because Atlantis has the best strip clubs. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> they always did. <laughs> Nemo knows. Nemo always knows. <laughs> Atlantis has the uh, the Coca Cola bottling plant. No, sorry, that's Atlanta. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just stealing. I'm just stealing uh, the Futurama. I'm just stealing the Futurama joke. Uh, it's a very good joke. So, yeah, um, they leave to the radar room. But th- no, this is the part that that bothered me because his big motivation is: I found Atlantis, so I'm going to create my perfect underwater utopia in Atlantis. Oh, you know what's weird? And it he has also, to be point, in Atlantis. This is something that comes in later, but at this point, he also reveals an invention he created, which is a little tube you put in your mouth that lets you breathe water, which makes you wonder: what's the point of the bubble in the first place? Because you already have the exact same device, it seems. Yeah. You have Good the point. exact same device. Good it's point. the exact same device. And, a, and apparently pressure isn't a problem because towards the end of the Nobody movie... Nobody mentions pressure, yeah. Uh, except well, if you're on a sub. Except for that first part <laughs> where they're clutching their head. But like... Oh, they, but towards the end of the movie, they're like literally outside of the sub, like trying to yeah. like fix it. And they're like, yeah. nope, no problem. They're just they're, fine. They're just fine. <laughs> I was saying to Benji at some point where they were talking about like going straight up to the surface real fast. It's like, great, we'll get to see them have the bends. You know, it's like Yay. the bends are the most terrifying freaking thing to me. I mean, it's Hor- just kind of like, what does horrifying. it even look like? You know, it's just horrifying. The, the descriptions I've heard of it are just like, what does that even do? You know, it's what so is, awful. Yeah. What does that look like is a good way of putting <laughs> it's it. It's so I don't terrifying. I really want you know? to know. <laughs> So yeah, they leave to the radar room after this, 
and um one of the people catches a like a different sub from i guess it's america but they think it's like what oh yeah it's it's another <laughs> navy sub no no he knows yeah. it's a navy sub no no but they think it's from a different <laughs> I nation their, i love the it, thing though? that says navy oh yeah way. Oh yes, they have the navy shirts with the big. Which with the big, navy? With, you know, oh, just, you know, the navy. navy. There's only one that matters. Come on. <laughs> and this is this scene is sort of in play on the book. This is like, this part is what causes like the main character to not like Neo Nemo in the book, right? It's him attacking the sub. Um, but this is really weird because the U.S. sub notices the large ship, and then they decide to melee attack for no reason. Mm. Which is confusing. Not sure why the U.S. Army is just sort of attacking other submarines at random. Uh, we don't know what it is, so we're attacking. Well, uh, yeah, Nemo sends out the Robo Squids, and they destroy the sub. <laughs> Send out the Robo Squids. Yeah, that's rev- then Lorenzo finds out that he owns the Robo Squids. You own the ro- I thought I his thought answer to that. Yeah, his what? answer is I I control many things. It's <laughs> like, why are you being cryptic here, Nemo? <laughs> Because that's supposed to be interesting. Yeah, at this point, Nemo then reveals to Lorenzo that he hates everyone on land. All of it. Fuck them. I hate They em. use these gross, sick things called toilets, and they poop up there. <laughs> it's nasty. His, his, his things make and this no is when sense. You find out. This is when you find out his entire motivation for hating the Earth is because it's kind of gross up there. <laughs> he's, it's kind of um, nasty. He's, he's, a bit of a, he's a bit, like, black-pilled, basically, but, like, his whole... His, his, his thing is, like, very weird. It's basically, like... Uh, they breathe polluted air and and eat polluted food. And, unlike and, here in the ocean, unlike here in the ocean, which is plant. totally pristine and, and and totally untouched by humanity. Exactly, that's what I was thinking. Look at all this plastic on the floor. It's pristine, he's, untouched he, by man. He's an eccentric billionaire. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard to be like he thinks of humanity as plebe as disgusting plebeians and animals who would better be eradicated so that the upstanding people like himself like basically go galt basically like you know just like just a very randian outlook bioshock basically mm-hmm. i mean you know he should, he should just be doing bioshock basically yeah his argument is literally just the surface world's kind of gross and stuff and unlike our it's, submarine yeah. we just sort of unlike the ocean which is totally clean. O- we poop into the ocean and we don't ever have to think about it yeah. we don't have a sewer system here in our, our it's uh, a weird thing to fixate on the uh um <laughs> What, us or I, him? I mean, again, like... <laughs> well, both. Again, like, this is just a deep, like, you know, like, the, just just removal of everything interesting about Nemo's issues, you know, for this movie. I mean, it, it, he is a much more interesting character in most of the other adaptations and in the in the original novel. And his, and his motivations are more interesting. Like, he has a personal grudge, and... Uh, you know, and and he's like, His you know, they're all having wars. They're all having wars against each other, and down here we're we're not part of that. You know, and and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's like it's just like, he could, yeah, he, he could he could just do the simple like. I mean, okay, like if this movie had been made during the Cold War, the like it would be like mankind will destroy itself for nuclear war. We'll be safe down here. Which is why I'll yeah. do it instead. Right. Right. Which right, is why exactly. I'm going to start the nuclear yeah. war. Uh, uh, <laughs> but um, or or if it was today, it would be like climate change. Basically, it would be like, look, mankind is doomed. Basically, but I will <laughs> be the perfect. Mankind I is will poopy. There's a great there's a great sentence in the people in the be Jules ki- Byrne book where it his, says 
the sea, the earth was once all sea, and perhaps it will one one day again be all sea. You know, Ooh, so that's pro- that was that's a great prof- little quote. That's prophetic. That's far too interesting. <laughs> that's, that's, that's extremely I don't know what too interesting. That's, Mankind that's... is gross and poopy, and I'm not. <laughs> that's prophetic. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, literally, Nemo's motivation is just like people be kind of gross, yo. Like that's it. That's <laughs> that's shit's nasty. I'm gonna kill all of it. Shit, shit, shit's nasty. <laughs> I'd be like J.K. Rowling and sort of just sort of magic a wand the poop away. Shit, shit's nasty. That's 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 his, yeah, that's the basis of the summation of his argument. Now I gotta say I think nobody's done an adaptation where they explain what happens to poop in the submarine. Again, it's like J.K. Rowling, Harry Potter. They just sort yeah. of magic it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did she ever explain where poop goes? In Harry Potter? Yeah. They just shit their robes and they magic away the robes before the bathrooms were invented. Wow. But they have bathroom. They well, have that's afterwards. Bathroom. They yeah. stopped doing that because because <laughs> what the fuck? Don't use your magic for that. But if you could magic the poop... There's a lot of moral a- condoms to discuss, which is basically, do they lift up their robes? Or do are they you, just are you being, there? Are you being serious? Did J.K. Rowling actually say something this like this? This is a real J.K. Rowling quote, which is... Jesus this is a very Christ. classic... But if you can imagine... talked about this? Yeah, yeah. Which is what... Because the argument was, people were asking... Why people ask, the, her, people why ask dumb questions. Yeah. Yeah, why were the bathrooms built on top of the sewers where the basilisk lives? Like, yeah. well, why was... Why was that happen? It's because, oh, they're a later edition. People ask, why are the bathrooms later edition? It was because what? wizards defic- used to defecate themselves and then magic it away. There's... And that's why, and later they thought that was gross. They realized that was disgusting. So then they built a sewer system. That doesn't make sense because castle. if you just magic it away, you don't need to build bathrooms, basically. It'd be like, yeah, whatever, no problem. It was because they realized that that's awful. That's, that's. Can you magic away the, the smell? Weirdest... There's too many questions. There's too many questions. This is the problem, right? Can you magic away the smell? Question two. Do they just sort of stand there and shit? Or do they sit down? There's way too many quandrums. J.K. Rowling has lost her goddamn mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's crazy. The only fantasy novel I've ever Unless read she's... that actually dealt with that was um, Italo Calvino's Baron in the Trees. The the Baron, like, initially is just pooping all over the place, and then he thinks to himself, this isn't really very nice with a, to other people. And so, like, he finds a way to, like, go sit on a particular branch over a roaring part of the river, and he'd poop there, basically. And I like how this is explained in the novel, which was written in the 50s, you know, of kind of like, it's the first book and last book I've ever seen to sort of, like, cover that kind of Until information, you know? Until J.K. Rowling, who has been rewriting her books ever since she wrote them via Twitter... By like sort of just okay. saying things like you know oh, oh by, the way, by the uh, way <laughs> oh I, I meant to do that you I'm know wo- I, I am woke definitely. y'all um, I've always been woke please I get just to imagine- rewrite my books in real time you know I'm just imagining the reactionary backlash amongst the wizarding world when they invent when they introduce toilets because they'd be like <laughs> why would we do that I have to like if if we have toilets that would be worth a story in itself mm. you know really well well, mean- well but the but the but the reaction the backlash would be like why do why do we have toilets that means I have to hold it in until I get to the toilet <laughs> if I but now I can, but if well, under That's our current outrageous. System, I, why should I deny myself? Yeah, know? exactly. Like, you know, under my current <laughs> system, I get to just magic away, like, instantly. Like, you know, like, it's, you know. 
<laughs> but you can't actually... Okay, but wait, isn't one of the rules they, of I want to mention something, too, by the way. Isn't one they, of the like, rules of magic is that you can't actually just, like, make matter vanish? Doesn't it have to be transported or turned there's into never something any, else? Jacob Rowling never has any equivalent exchange discussion. <laughs> yeah, she, she Jacob Rowling never goes to the equivalent exchange. Things just okay. sort of pop up. <laughs> okay. I thought, I thought things had to be... Um, because I, I, re- I didn't she establish the rule that you can't create food. Basically, you have to like summon it or something, or like turn something else into food. Like, isn't that wasn't that one of the rules that was established in in her book? It, perhaps it was. I'm not sure it's like a necessary rule. I'm sure they break it at one point or another in the film. Uh, pro- probably. Gosh, I thought they books, they actually rather. had real food they were eating. They're eating real food. Well, they're oh, eating real the house food. elves make it. Yeah, they're eating real food, but like, but the food has to come from previous things basically like they can't turn nothing Whoa. into something basically i i, I thought they just you know had farms that they you know got produce from and made things you know? but what i'm finally fascinating is that so like you know peeing the bed's pretty common but in wizard world i miss a lot of shitting the bed that just sort of happens constantly because they don't teach any of the kids potty control. <laughs> right, right, right. You you have no you you you've you've raised your life having no control over your bowel movements. <laughs> It like basically, I imagine, I imagine, like I imagine that when something. we, no, no, I'm serious. I imagine that when we, as a society, as, as humanity, transitioned from outhouses to indoor plumbing, there was probably a backlash. Probably people like, oh, these, like these, like these, these youngins, they're not going to learn proper bowel movements because they could just go to the bathroom whenever they want. Unlike us, who we had to go outside, we had to know how to hold it in. Like I am convinced, someone oh, probably made this. Been. Yeah, someone definitely, definitely been made a, this uh, argument. Some, some, some tension there. Someone yeah. definitely made this argument when we introduced indoor, like, you know, plumbing. Like, this has to have happened. So I'm picturing board books for, like, but this isn't the wizards. Oh, God. Adult. But this is in the opposite direction <laughs> yeah. where, like, they're yeah. actually demanding that, like, they, they hold it in longer mm. to accommodate <laughs> indoor plumbing when they've when they've been raised, be like, no, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Shit, I, don't know. I, I just can't even picture this in wizard society. Want to know why? Just, like spontaneously crapping just at any <laughs> moment just seems really like I don't know. I can't. See, I can't picture this in. A I think social I. I think I can figure out why situation. You know. Um. So okay. Uh, what's what's his name? What's the uh, janitor guy's name? Oh, uh, F- uh Filch. Yeah, yeah. Because he has that unique thing, right, where he can't actually use magic, but he's like right because from he's a. He, and he, he wouldn't be able to magic way his shit, right? Because he he's, doesn't he's, have that he's, ability. He's a muggle. So they'd have to at least make toilets for him. That's uh, true. He's a muggle with magical parents, basically. Yeah. Um, they have a word for it, but I don't know what it is. Which means toilets would have exist in some form for him. And maybe there's a certain group, a certain population of the school, maybe like a really small minority, but still, who demanded some form of toilet be made. They were probably slaves, let's be honest. Like the house elves are slaves, but they were mm-hmm. probably like utter slaves that mm-hmm. required that weren't magical, that required the use of toilets. Anywho, we've gone terribly off topic here. No, no, this is far more still. far more interesting than the movie. Uh, but how do you think they shit on the Nautilus? They're just straight they just open they just open a window. <laughs> 
into the ocean. <laughs> it's easy. There's no pressure. There's no pressure on the, the ship. Don't worry. We, we're, we're heading towards the worst scene in the movie, that preposterous thing. Oh, that's at the very end. We're not there just oh, yet. Oh, God. Well, we better move it quick. Wait, yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're at the uh, reveal of the brainwashing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he kills the submarine. He declares war on the world. He then takes Lenja to a holding cell. Um, he just beats up the guard that takes him there and sort of casually. Like, uh, like nothing. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, and then he discovers that Nemo took all the nukes from the Scotia, which implies he went on the ship, which right. is weird because that doesn't make any sense later on, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Good point. I got um, nukes. It then turns out that Nemo took all the rest of the crew to the Pleasure Domes, which, you know, of course, Nemo is a fuckboy, so of course he calls the place <laughs> he the Pleasure, pleasure Domes. Dome. And... and what the Pleasure not, Domes are is domes. pretty great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the, turns out the Pleasure Domes are is pretty funny. In, in the Mariana Trench, did Captain Nemo a stately Pleasure Dome? Uh, <laughs> so, like, come on. You know, what are we doing? <laughs> Maybe it's maybe it's like a Logan's Run thing where they have that that fantastical name for oh, what's I, actually just a mass assassination. What what's like what's the all... what's the term for it? What do they call it? I don't remember what it was, but that was really was it, cool was it looking. Like like the Ascension or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah 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 that's yeah. That's right. That's right. And they have the thing where everybody fights and you know a bunch of them die and stuff and everybody cheers and everything. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. So he takes them all. Uh, Blackwell, the panicking guy betrays them all at this point in time and he's like he's fully on with Nemo because he's been brainwashed by right. the pleasure domes which aren't domes to be clear yeah definitely definitely not like shower stalls they're de- yeah they're definitely not shower stalls with like a chair it, it, it inserted in them yeah <laughs> Nemo like comes blue, yeah Nemo, Nemo uh, Lorenzo rather then comes across a captured Navy soldier guy who's been working with Nemo for a while now but he wants to help them and he's not brainwashed somehow yeah he's fine I guess <laughs> brainwashing I forgot about this yeah he takes them to the pleasure domes which is just a bathroom stall <laughs> yeah. and they're all wearing Ryu spy kid glasses <laughs> yep they're wearing the spy goggles big spy goggles giant glowing pipe connected to the wall and and they got basically it's like it's like if you had like a lava lamp but like as a tube basically it's got the little like lights that like like blink along it there's a whole set of christmas lights that look like that yeah 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 yeah. they're just like the blue christmas lights it is to like brainwashing devices as the ginger root is to like you know some kind of alien plant yeah like you know it's so bad i mean basically yeah so it's 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 just it's just like yeah like tube. it's those tube lights it, yeah. They're just blue, and it's just coming out of their little helmets, and yeah. that's, that's it. That's that's the that's how they get you. That is yeah. The well, the, the mind control thing. ability we see because the very first person he goes to save is um, the seal, uh, and it just sort of makes you like sort of kind of horny. I guess is the point of the mind control device. Yeah, I guess. Oh right, it's his ex-wife. He he takes her, and she's like. Uh, it's, it's, you you can't be fair. You love me, and she waves her arms in the air when he does it, and then she grabs him forcefully by by the the, the back of the neck and and kisses him, and then um, Neely slaps him when she breaks free. And then the and it realizes yeah. what she's doing and slaps him. Yeah, yeah. Funniest part like, of the movie, right? And, and, funny. And and he's just like, what? You kissed me? Like his his, his, his <laughs> like his his his. 
uh, protestation sounds really unconvincing, even yeah. though he's actually he's telling the truth. Super it, unconvincing. It sounds super unconvincing. It sounds like he's lying. It's bad. Yeah, they he's they takes all the other like mind control devices off other other uh yeah he takes the mind control devices off their crew members. Yeah, uh, but suddenly Nemo arrives with his crew. And this or, actually well, I, we, well, I want to talk about well three members. I want to talk about crew. something really confusing. I don't understand is why does Nemo have a bunch of badges and medals on him? Did he give that? Like, did he give Nemo's himself badges? Oh, he's yeah. like, yes, that I made a so very stupid. good dinner today. Yeah. I'm gonna give myself the made a good <laughs> dinner badge. He has two stars on his turtleneck, and I then love the stars on the turtleneck. Yeah, that's he has crazy. two stars on his turtleneck, and then he has one of those little like general like it, like it looks like like a whole bunch of little badges stuck together. It's that little yeah. like it's that little grid of yes. like designs that's all like packed together that you would see on like a military dictator in like mm. uh, yes, in totally. like latin america it's the, ass, it's the dumbest ass thing I've ever and you got one like what, what are those badges represented of it's like this one is spending yeah. the most money at the strip club <laughs> this one is when i i got first place in the hockey league <laughs> this is when i was ranked most eligible playboy billionaire <laughs> these are for my seafood recipes <laughs> My seafood actually... recipes are uh, unparalleled. This in is for the my world. thirty under thirty award right here. This badge. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like like sixty years old. I'm the most <laughs> promising nut bar in civilization. The most successful man. Most uh. likely to succeed from the entirety of human life and live underwater. Mm-hmm. Here's, 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 here's time uh, Forbes' most interesting I got this one for not having pooped a whole day. <laughs> I was very proud of that one. The poo wards. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Nemo then demands that... Um, ra- uh, what's his name? Ranandis shoot Lorenzo because Lorenzo Lorenzo was mind control too good. He got mind control too good. (laughs) That is that's a weird element. Is that like yeah he was in the mind control thing for too long, and despite the fact them all being kind of the same time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. He he got he got he got juiced a little too long, but the but there's still. This is that the weird thing with with the asylum because the asylum has a bizarre fetish with um, military characters, or yes. just bizarre fetish. You can end the sentence there. Also, just bizarre fetishes in general, but particularly <laughs> with military yes. characters, and you see this especially in their later movies. Yeah. Where note note the juxtaposition with the engineer character. The engineer character is extremely weak willed, and like as, as presented in the movie, he's extremely weak willed, and he never. Ever, um, like, like they explained that he was brainwashed, and that's why he turned uh, so quickly to, ne- to Nemo's side. But he's never given any doubt. He's never he's never extended the benefit of the doubt. He's never forgiven for that. Basically, he will s- ultimately suffer the same fate as Nemo. Even though it's completely out of his hands, and and he has no fault of his, is he's just weak-willed. Whereas Hernandez, they try to convince him that like, no, Hernandez, it's me, uh, and I guess he's strong-willed enough to resist it because he's a military guy. He's he's willed enough to to do that. Oh yeah, I I, I get what you're talking about. Yeah, they, 
They do do that a lot. Well, that, that whole weird movie where it was all the military infighting and stuff. Huh? You're talking a about few movies ago. Uh, last, are you, are you talking about Universal Soldiers? Uh, uh, that's right. That's what that yeah, was yeah. called. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. did see that one. And, and that's just David Michael Latt's like military boner thing he got. Yeah, oh, he has yeah, a but, hardcore but, I mean, military boner. There's so boner. many like different characters like playing out this dumb thing. Although that's like it's not just the asylum that does that. Come to think of it, it's like it's totally a stupid. But also very much the asylum. Who does it, that. Yeah. Well, it's it's like they they pick up. They're like really bad readers of absolute cliches, and so. But there's certain ones that you're right. There's certain ones that appeal to them more than others. It's why Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus is so unusual among asylum films because that's actually one in which the military characters are actually misguided, like the bad guys, hmm. um, and like and are like are are idiots basically. And the scientist characters are the smart ones. It's 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 hmm. your it's a much more standard movie plot the military characters are kind of dumb in that basically and they're like oh you're gonna try to use like weapons against these guys basically um but that's not the norm in asylum movies usually asylum movies it's like a very like raw raw i would argue the only version of this where the military is the evil characters though not really is alien abduction which is the military all turns out to be a bunch of aliens pretending to be military members which is incredibly confusing (laughs) we don't have time to get into that but oh god i forgot about that yeah i I don't know but they the military is the villain in that film for the into the last five minutes kind of it's very confusing until the last five minutes the military is the villain yeah anywho uh, where were we? Yeah, so uh, Lorenzo, like, sort of is going to get shot, but Lucille then convinces Nemo to keep them both alive because they both promised Nemo they can make more bubbles to take over Atlantis, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but then Nemo then tries to shoot them anyway, which is like, <laughs> okay, I guess it didn't work at all. I mean, you, 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 I, mean I kind of assumed he was going to do that because, like, he, he had no reason to keep him alive. Lorenzo somehow then gets a gun from somewhere and then grabs Nemo, threatens to shoot Nemo, and then proceeds to immediately run away, <laughs> which causes Nemo to then shoot uh, Renan's. Uh, and he dies. Yep. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. They like, it, it, it's. He's, Despite he's being whole... mind controlled. It's so confusingly shot because the, the 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 basically he's holding Nemo at gunpoint like he's like he's he's like he's like at his back and like holding on to him and and has gun at him. It's like okay, go go run for the submarine, and then next shot, Nemo is is standing by himself, no one pointing a gun at him, and his guys are shooting at everyone running away and they shoot at yeah that guy and kill him and then the next shot is in the little aquanaut the crew is there and lorenzo is inside and he's he's like bleeding from his arm yeah so it's like okay wait he got shot too but also why didn't he hang on to nemo why why did he back up towards the aquanaut and be like you shoot at us i kill him you know the smart thing to do and here's a very fun question for you both how exactly did they get the sub out would would nemo open the hatches for them how did they get the sub outside the bigger sub how did they escape nemo's ship they're in their dock next shot next shot they're just out in the water 
It doesn't make any sense. And this is many times where it reveals that the ship has this unique ability to fly through solid metal. And we see this it, more than once at this final arc. It's like, we're getting away. Yeah. I mean, we're not even to the worst thing. <laughs> the worst thing is yet to come. But this is probably the most incomprehensibly nope. filmed scene. Because it oh, just no, no, no. Jumped. I disagree because we're about to oh, get I, to it. Okay, we, all right. This well, whole okay. this whole last ten minutes is a mess, but yeah, it's a mess. But this scene in particular was like it jumped like every new no, it was shot. Awful. It was like, awful, but but I mean, jumped. The, the 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 big tragic scene. We actually rolled it back because I was like, surely I missed yeah. something, and and I hadn't. You know, it was just completely stupid and didn't make any yeah, sense. Let's try to get through this here. Yeah. So okay, so Nemo oh. starts to chase them with his large giant ship, which we, oh. you would assume had been very easy to catch up with them. Right. So it's a very big ship. It's a very big ship. Uh, Hugh Paris launched the nukes, which has a seven-minute time period to launch the nukes. nukes That's the time limit. Uh, Lucille then so they all they get caught in like a seaweed sort of field like a oh kelp forest. god the fucking seaweed and Lucille has to head just, out in, outside in, a big, the in a big kelp forest they, in a big they kelp just get forest. Lucille sacrifices herself she goes Which outside they don't, the ship probably don't have at the no. bottom of the Mariana Trench <laughs> no apparently. they don't because they need sunlight they to need survive sunlight to survive they're not that kind of plant yes yeah. it's dumb what they could have had is those cool kind of fish that like light up and or have big teeth oh, and everything. Fish? The angler yeah. fish and stuff. They could have had that, but that would have cost money. No, it, no, it wouldn't have cost any more money to CGI that than yeah. to CGI the cow. I agree. I Why don't you just have right. a big squid Well, no, attack maybe them, more competent which does CGI happen later, person actually. would have cost Nothing money. I don't know. Oh, you're right. Yeah. No, no, we could just raid a CGI warehouse and just throw <laughs> yeah. shit up on the screen. So Lucille sacrifices herself. And make it she really goes dark and Lucille silhouettes. So you can't herself. actually make Yes. <laughs> she goes outside the ship to break them free of the kelp force, which is sort of wrapped up on their. And she's like, uh, tethered turbines. to the to the thing by uh, just like a regular rope, like a, yes. like a like a like a like a just ordinary like rope. A rope, would, rope. Yeah. Like a rope rope that you would buy at REI. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the squid you know. attacks, and Lucille was implied to be dead by this point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow Lorenzo managed to evade the squid, despite the squid grabbing onto the ship. Which, yep. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and they flee. They didn't see across the U.S. Scotia, which they decided to seek shelter in. They get inside the U.S. Scotia, or, like, I guess the they're not entered properly. It's kind of confusing, because they're, like, on the Scotia, and they're about to board it by a metal door. And when they're about to board it, Lucille peers from the door... And she's like, I'm fine. I somehow managed to no, she, get here No, she first. knocks on the door. They literally, it's like, clunk, clunk, clunk. And then they're <laughs> and like. And they open it up and she's fine. <laughs> and, and she's fine. And how is she there? I guess <laughs> there's like a little, there's a little, I guess there's a little like, wit, like, like hole in the bottom of the floor that you just jump into the water into, I guess. Yep. And yep, then, yep. so then Lucille comes out. Lucille and comes then, out, and, and Kim, Kim Little, Little is, is there. Kim Little was the one who Kim opened Little the door. Kim Little is there, <laughs> and then suddenly Kim Little gets grabbed by a robot octopus, like squid thing, and gets pulled through the the steel, the wall, and then appears outside and she's, and she's out. the ship and dies. Don't worry about, don't worry about pressure. That and then she dies. Fucking sense at all. And it's almost as if it's some sort of voice of God forcing Kim Lilla to die. And I almost wonder if David Lyco Matt and Kim Lilla had an argument 
earlier that day. <laughs> and Dave Michael Oates said, that's it. I'm going to make you die in my yeah, film. You're, you're this is die. why th- This is why Kim Little really has no purpose to this movie. Like, it, it, she is... Most confusing she, death ever. It, it didn't sur- make any sense because it's like they open the thing and it's like a submarine. And then they open it again and it's the sea. <laughs> Like what the fuck? What was that? Well, what's weird is that they opened the door. What's really weird? Because you know the sea rushes in and you all. How drown, do you know to open you know? that door yeah, yeah. in the first place? Yes. What's yes, really because... weird is is they open the door for and and you see like the like the like the light on the other side of the door is that like ripply light like the reflection of like a pool basically. Yeah. So the implication is that oh here's the water. I I think the I think what they. What the, the idea, and they don't show it, but I think the idea is that it's one of those uh, rooms where ye, there's like a hole in the bottom. Which does it's not, and... not how that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah Ooh, right, no. right. You, you can't do this <laughs> in a sub. That. This is the I problem. This is the I problem. You can't do this in a submarine. Is the problem. Right. But right. I think they thought. See. I think they thought you could do that in a submarine. Like where you just have like the hole in the floor and you go into the water and it's fine because the air is keeping the water out, uh, the air within the, the the room. But that I don't think that works in the submarine. In the submarine, it needs to be like a pressurized chamber with like that's sealed on both sides. Yeah, because then you die. It was just then you die. die. Shamelessly weirdly, like you know, like we're shamelessly not even lazy. Try. Shamelessly we're not even lazy. Try, you know, yeah. So, oh, she's dead! Oh my god! Yeah, they so after yeah, like oh, I guess she died. They don't really even seem to be that sad. No, they it. don't. They're really no. kind of callous about it. I guess they've had a hard day. Uh, they enter the Scotia, and all one hundred or one hundred to one hundred fifty members <laughs> of the crew, one hundred and eighty nine, uh, one hundred to one hundred forty six crew members uh, are all alive and was, fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, this is really confusing because since Nemo already boarded the Scotia, why didn't he kill all the? crew member there. Beats me. I don't know. Because he took yeah. the, su- the nukes somehow, which were inside the, the Yes, he the did that, place. didn't he? That's right. Um, Nemo, so everyone's fine. They abandon the ship. They then like, they then use the remote control device somehow to then activate the Scotia, and they're gonna plan to board the Scotia and sort of use that as their escape vessel. No, they're gonna. Up. No, they're not using a remote control device on the Scotia. They're just they're just going onto the Scotia and they're just gonna start up the Scotia and and pilot and and, to, and pilot that to the sure. surface. But but yeah, Nemo's about they, to launch the nukes. At well, this point. and he takes control of the Aquanaut because I guess the remote control device wasn't working and then it started working after they entered the Scotia and he's like ha 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 um and they and he and he remote controls the aquanaut away from the Scotia back to him so he can get the oxygenator <laughs> and by back to him I mean back to him yes <laughs> yeah see he's right about to launch the nukes but suddenly their sub the aquanaut crashes right into the nukes. okay so he lorenzo has some fucking line where he's like don't like it's like oh no the aquanaut's going away and he has some adr line where he's like don't worry i changed the remote control device to blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. i don't know how but whatever but i guess lorenzo magically makes the aquanaut crash into the nautilus specifically <laughs> the part where the nukes are coming out 
Yeah, which causes the whole thing to sort of collapse completely, and the whole it, ship starts it, to fall apart. It blows up the Nautilus, and it crashes into it. <laughs> and the best, the best acted scene ever. The best shot. And once the Nemo finds shot. out that his whole plan failed, he just sort of sits on his chair and starts to weep. He, he starts to weep, and so it's sort of he starts to weep. Like, damn. Damn. Almost feel a little bad no, for him. No, here's, no, this is the best. This is the best. And then, the best. once he it starts... starts to... He starts to weep, and you're like, well, he's just like, and everyone's evacuating. You hear the, like, abandoned ship, abandoned ship. But, like, he, like, just sits down and just weeps. We and see so you're another thinking, explosion. Like, well, it's going to be a, a somewhat dignified end for him. The captain will go down with his ship. And then you <laughs> cut to a CGI shot of the Nautilus plummeting, blowing up. To, yeah. blowing up and then, do you want to say Cuts Nemo it? just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to throw in a clip here at the end to really gas, like, oh, but show the, you what like, it is. Like, like play the clip, but like the, it's, it's lacking something for the visual because it's the goofy. It's like his <laughs> eyes just bulge open. He's just ah, yeah, it's so bad. It's so funny. Um, in the process, love, that, of, in that the was process, the biggest laugh of the movie. Yeah. Definitely. So in, the pro- in the process <laughs> of destroying the ship, they also destroy Atlantis, ruining Oops. one of the greatest, most important archaeological sites <laughs> of all time. Well, remind you, it's 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 like eight nuclear devices. So like eight nuclear bombs just blew up, killing the all of the, of the fish. Ocean. Yes, yes, yes. The entire Pacific is now poisoned. Like strictly speaking, we saved the, the day, everybody. We did it. We saved the day. Wait till like, the like, fallout like, hits. Like, it's both, uh, you know, like four both continents. Both coasts. You know, it's both, like, Yeah, you know. four continents. <laughs> the, like, like, strictly speaking, the Scotia should be, like, wrapped strictly up in that, in that, in that mega nuclear Earth, explosion. Because you know, like, like, that's, like, that's going to be, like, a 50-mile radius, yes, basically. It's, it's actually, it's, like, how many tsunamis are we talking here? And, you know, <laughs> giant steam clouds of, like, radioactivity oh, going Christ. across the Earth. You know, it's like, yeah, no, this is it. You know, it's like, you guys did it, you know. You guys did it. You blew. You blew a hole in the in the in the trench. And uh, good job. And then years later, uh, once the ocean sort of fades away, a certain man, after the world's been taken over by a different sort of primate creature, is going to come across Atlantis and scream, "You blew it up! Damn you all to hell! Damn you!" Uh, so, so they they escape with the Scotia. Everyone's fine. Luce, uh, Lucille. Gets back together with Lorenzo. The most but important also, thing. Yes. That's what we really cared uh, about. Yeah, was fuck their relationship. This is a really weird thing where the, the guy who runs the US Abraham Lincoln doesn't understand who he's talking to, it seems like. Yep. Oh, yeah. I thought, this just... was gonna be, I thought this was going to be this weird plot line where it's like, turns out the nukes did go off or something. Everyone's dead. Because it's, it's a really weird, confusing thing where it's like, who is this? this the Scotia. It's uh, the Scotia. Are you... Yeah, they don't react at all to the, this announcement. Right? Is uh, that, is mi- that this... a is that a boat? <laughs> is is uh, this is how military uh, men do? Uh, oh, managed... that's the that's the takeout boat that's bringing us food yeah. <laughs> right now. Lucille managed ordered... also to steal some very uh, supposedly important blueprints from Nemo. We I got some they blueprints. They don't explain what these blueprints are. Maybe they're going to help out with the Maybe nuclear fallout. Oh, and cause. she, she, it's implied that she hides it in her bra, basically. It hid in her bra. Yeah. <laughs> Blueprints in a bra. 
That would produce a very conical like, bra. Like, you don't actually see her, her bra, but she does reach, like, down her shirt to, like, pull them out. Does so, like, Wow, I missed this. Wow. The most well, it, well, it, well, it's so, well, it's so weird because, like, they, like... I mean, the asylum, normally the asylum is, like, totally happy to be, like, it's just, I mean, usually, like, like most asylum films are just, like, boobs. Yeah, on they screen, didn't like, have any nudity in this movie at all. No, no tits. Is that their Shock. first movie without nudity in a while? I'm really sad one? because this film really missed the Nemo sex scene we all deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Captain I, Nemo with strippers. I mean, you know, you know he would be a, a, a maniac in the bed. I mean, <laughs> he would be, he would be, he would be nutty. The Lorenzo Lamas character would have been totally into that, you know. Dude. Um, but, um, yeah, like, it's it's so weird is that, like, because, yeah, most Asylum movies, it's, like, tits on screen, like, sexual tension's, like, super obvious. Here in this movie, the sexual tension is so muted. Yeah. And it only comes out in, like, two scenes, basically. The one where she been kisses a memo him. or something, you know. Yeah, it must, yeah, yeah, the it must have scenes, been, like... The two scenes I'm going to explain right now is when um, Lucille's talking to Lorenzo and when Nemo's talking to Lorenzo. And you can really you can really read that, especially when he's talking about how shitty the surface world is. He's looking at Lorenzo like, you know, he's going to make the, the, the surface world slightly less <laughs> shitty. Uh. But, but uh, so that's the end of the film. They get some blueprints, which will hopefully save the Pacific Ocean now that they destroyed it. Yeah, now, now that it's over. Yeah, what 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 what's the special tech that like? Well, they're gonna I mean, make it... a big bubble and they're gonna remove the Pacific Ocean with the bubble. <laughs> yep, and that's gonna stop the nuclear fallout too. Oh, that'll be good. Um, yeah, what is the special tech that like? It, they they have never the... state it. It's just some they, blueprint. Well, they have, they have the special air breathers. Oh, the brainwashing devices. The CIA will be very interested <laughs> Yay, in the brainwashing devices. Right. We, we saved the United States. Yeah, that's right. We can't save the Earth, but we can at least convince everybody <laughs> we not did. to be excited. Um, yeah, so the brainwashing the thing is so fucking weird because yeah, it it's like it's it's like. Either. It, they obviously wanted to imply that, like, oh, it's like a, a land of magic tech, basically, that Nemo has created. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so in the in the guise of either um, the Disney Atlantis movie or Bioshock. Um, but they, they had they had two examples. They had the bre- they have the breathables, which at least made sense in the context of well, they're underwater. But they had the brainwashing devices, and it was like, what? We also had the strip club too underwater, which is something we never seen. Before very, in very advanced, very, very advanced, advanced tech. technology. You know, we don't know what the strip club had. We didn't really get to explore that. Well, I would have loved to see the advanced tech of the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, we keep calling it the strip club. It, it's not. It, it, it as never, far as we know, yeah. it, it's just a nightclub. It's just a yeah. It's just a nightclub. It's, it's just a very just a, bad nightclub. It's just a very <laughs> shitty. It's, it's no, just hey, a where, no. It's just a no warehouse. Shit. John, John, there's no shit. It's not there's shitty no at all. Shit. There's no shit. <laughs> there's no shit. It's a very crummy. A uh, 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 warehouse that's been dre- that that has like pink violet like strobe lights and some people dancing in slightly skimpy outfits and that's it. It's 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 a very crummy nightclub. Um, yeah. So do you guys there should have been like this? there should have been like a greenhouse and there should have been like there should have been like like crazy things. It's like how is this underwater? No, the rooms we see in this ship are corridor warehouse uh bar Where, other, yeah. other warehouse. and the pleasure no, they were so pleasure lazy. shower which pleasure is a shower yeah, room which is a bathroom stall they were yeah. incredibly lazy uh do you guys recommend this film by the way no 
<laughs> boring as fuck. I, I, I actually, in the Nemo's first Nemo's acting is a fun in certain parts, but yeah. it's not No, I, I say it's only that one scene, that, that, that one scream at the end. He slightly, the, the actor slightly redeemed himself with that. I I um I enjoy, I I enjoyed watching it, but it was dumb and uh, no, I mean I wouldn't recommend it to anyone uh, at all. I mean, except in like a group context where you're expecting. I mean, basically Trash. what we did, you yeah. know, is basically it. You know, that's that's pretty much it. It did I, like I'm I, I, right now. My my strongest recommendation of asylum films is that they get me thinking about other movies and other things. That's a good point. You know, it's like it's like it's it's like a sort of a launching point where it's kind of like you start with nothing and maybe you end up with something by going something elsewhere, more interesting. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but. Um, it is interesting following the sort of like thematic concerns of these morons who make these movies. I mean, there's so like the number of skipped opportunities for more entertainment that doesn't cost money, mm. you know, is amazing. Well, in a these small movies. amount of money compared to what the budget is to make a robot I mean, squid. It's it's as I mean, I remove all the robot squids from this film. Do ideas cost money? I don't know. Yeah, you don't need the robot squids, and they probably spent the most mm. money on making the stupid CGI. But for the bad CGI, squids, yeah. Know? It's like who cares? You know, ooh, robot squids. Wow. It's on the know? it's on the cover of the the movie. It's Speaking on the cover of the movie. Of the cover of the movie. Do you guys want to guess? I'm looking what at that the... cover. Okay, you already know then. What is the tagline? Oh, wait, of this I can't. Film? I can't. I can't. I can't read the tagline. Look right. at the tiny. Do you want to so... guess what the tagline of this film is? Um. In C, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> Sarah? That's good. Um, I'm going to... Um, let me think here. Um, I'm going to say... God, I, I want to say like something related to the to the fact that it's called Thirty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, like um, deeper than you thought possible, or something like that. <laughs> nah, both of those are too good. It's a new world deep below the ocean has declared war on ours, which is like no, it hasn't. No, <laughs> there's <laughs> no world under the ocean. There, there's it's it's one it's one asshole ship. I'm really sad too because the this this like cover implies that Nemo's ship I, is the giant squid and it's going to attack it, a giant battleship. Yeah, because the cover is, you see the giant squid robot that looks like like a, like a it looks like giant like that is the Nautilus and then a tentacle is coming up and threatening a battleship on the surface. Is and there it's a like dolphin huge. jumping there or something? No, that's the, that's, no the, that's, that's the tentacle. That's the tentacle attacking. Oh. But also, it's also a big dolphin too. Oh, I see. It's it, it's attached to this thing. That's correct, though. It is in fact a big dolphin that's jumping over the over the. Yeah, ship. yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's just the the it, angle of it. Everyone is needs wrong to see this picture because like, it's actually a very impressive looking dolphin. Yeah. As it jumps over the ship, that's where it implies that peace will prevail at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 free Willy jumping over the ship. <laughs> a giant free <laughs> Willy. A giant robot free Willy. I was I, I was weirded out that that the Abraham Lincoln is a battleship of the oldest variety, and I was like, are they sailing battleships again now, like the old school battleships? No, Which is no. funny because there is an aircraft carrier called the USS Abraham Lincoln. Oh like, wow! Yeah, like like yes, it's the name of the boat in the novel, yeah. but no, this there's is a an actual battleship but there's of, an... like the World War Two variety, and I, I thought they had just 
mothballed all those, you know. Yes, they did. Yes, yeah. they, they don't use battleships anymore, but that's the stock footage they it's chose because, to use for some oh, okay. god. No, Guys, you know why they don't use battleships reason. anymore? It's because they all sunk. <laughs> you sunk my battleship. You sunk it. Thank you. You sunk Thank it. you for humoring me there. But yeah, but I did, I did, I was thinking about that. It's like, why didn't they use stock footage of aircraft carriers? Yes, I don't know. It's because they, that was too expensive. It was ten dollars more. <laughs> the stock footage was ten dollars more, and that was too, that was too high for their blood. It would have been better if they'd had a cartoon ship that was sort of like in um, 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 flapjack. And it was like mm. called the Abraham Lincoln, and it was a clipper <laughs> ship. And like they all come with a clipper it. ship, and it has a big hat on it. And then they <laughs> go down to like Captain Nemo underwater. It's got, everything. it's got, it like, it, it's like got a stovepipe hat. It's literally a stovepipe. <laughs> it's literally a stovepipe. And pipe. it's also their sub. And it, it jumps <laughs> off the ship and flies down. Man, we gotta make a movie now. This is a way better concept. That's right. Oh, that's man. right. Um. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> any final words? Uh, <laughs> any final requests, sir? Um, what is our nothing. next film, anyway? Actually, it, it, it had some interesting parts. <laughs> Very interesting parts. There were there were parts that I had to see again just to make sure that I'd really seen what I just. I seen. wouldn't even. I wouldn't even say that. I mean, to be fair, when Kim Little sort of... Um, I was like, what did of... I miss there? Yeah. It's like I hadn't missed a thing. This just didn't make any sense, you know? All right. This is very exciting, everybody. We have a very exciting episode next time. Mm. It's 666, The Beast, the sequel to 666, The hey. Child. We are finally here. We made it to the sequel. <laughs> this is very exciting. Hey. We're going to finally find out what happened All to that boy. right. That was kind of a fun movie, actually. The first one, the Six 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 the Child. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, that's a podcast, everybody. Um, <laughs> thank you for joining us and all that. That's a podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Thousand leagues under